Hey guys, welcome back to episode 42 of the Back Builders podcast. I don't know what, hmm, I'm, I'm thinking we're just going to call this one like, uh, is ego the enemy or something more dramatic than that? Maybe just ego. I don't know. It depends on whatever is easiest because you guys know on Instagram, I create those little like intros. Sometimes if my title is too long, I am, I'm like, oh God, I got to change the name because I don't feel like trying to fit it all in there. It's just a pain. That's why I have such short names. That's why I have like name. That's why I have titles of episodes that are like one word long or like two words long because I want to fit it into that little intro. But, anyways, um, if you guys are following my Instagram right now, you will know that I just posted a question on my Instagram, and that question is, "Is ego the enemy?" And I hate posting questions like this because I get so many messages, which I don't, I'm not mad that I'm getting messages, obviously, but I get like so many people being like, well, you know, what ifs like, well, what if my, my ego gets me to this? Or what if my ego does this? Or no, the ego is the enemy because blah, 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 blah. And it's like so hard to catch up on all that stuff. Because when I ask a pretty profound question like that, like is ego the enemy? People want context, but I purposefully phrased it like that because I don't want to give you context. When I post questions like that, I post them like that because I want you just to look at it and just give your gut answer. And the gut answer that a lot of you guys um, said is yes or no, which I figured this is what was going to happen was you guys said that ego is the enemy. And there's either one of two reasons why you said yes instead of no. Um, even though I'm sure that most of you guys probably are either in the middle or... Um, you know, you, you could see how they can apply in both contexts under yes or no. But most of you guys said yes, because you only got to pick between one or two. Um, so you're, you're either probably saying that because I've noticed that the modern world likes to take power away from the ego because the ego, the modern day sense of the word ego or what the ego actually is, is seen as like this destructive kind of um like overly competitive capitalistic destructive force right so people blame a lot of their problems on um, each other's ego or the problems in the world based of the ego or on the ego of of strong men in the work or workforce or, or businesses or whatever they say oh that's just your ego talking and blah 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 so um it has a negative connotation attached to it now really i mean that's it's that's what i it, Looking at the word ego now and analyzing how I digested the word ego, I realized that it was negative, at least for me. And I'd imagine it's for a lot of you guys. So by that standard, I feel like a lot of you guys are going to say that ego actually is the enemy, even though you may or may not know what the ego actually is. So from a societal perspective, without even knowing what it is, right, I feel like a lot of you guys are going to have this negative idea of the ego. Because that's how I was until recently, right? And then it doesn't help that we have books. And I, and I don't mean to insult your guys' intelligence when I say, like, you don't know what the ego is. I'm just saying, like, there's different views, different ideas of the ego that I like to look at that I've recently changed my mind on. But it doesn't really help that there's books like um, Ryan Holiday's Ego is the Enemy, which is still a great book, right? I've read it multiple times. Um where it presents really good arguments as to why ego is the enemy, right? And I think even Ryan Holiday admits in his book that 
ego is not the enemy all the time. He says that there are times when you need ego and then it's actually used as a fuel source, right? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe I'm just projecting. It's been a while since I've read the book and I, I obviously just spoiled my my premise here, which is that I believe that the ego is a fuel source for man, right? Um, spoiler alert. But anyways, 80% of you guys said that ego is the enemy. So let me give you the idea as to why I started changing my mind on it. And it takes us back to 2016. I just got out of the army. I had no idea what exactly I wanted to do with my life, but I had an intense burning passion for fitness. I told myself that when I got out of the army, I was going to pursue a hobby or a career or whatever I can get myself modeling, blah, blah, blah in physique, right? In bodybuilding. And I was making fantastic progress. As you guys know, I got down to about 8% body fat. Um, I was lean. I was extremely fit. But as you know, like being that low of body fat is miserable. I've talked about that before. But I made it my only life goal to strive for aesthetics, right? And people would compliment me on the streets about the leanness of my deltoid. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. People actually do this to you. Um, people would make compliments or make comments about how, I'm not going to lie, how completely ripped I was from head to toe, like the striations in my shoulders, you know, the veins in my arms, my legs were like tree trunks and my back was just absolutely godlike. And I, I know this sounds like I'm being kind of, you know, cocky, but this is how I was only like three years ago. Um, and that's, it took me years to get to that point, years, um, so I was bodybuilding and somehow, and, and this was all my, my, I was striving for the aesthetic, right? I told myself that I wanted to look like a Greek God. I wanted to look like one of those statues of these Greek heroes where they're just, they're not like Arnold Schwarzenegger buff necessarily, but they're like lean and just athletic looking and defined. And, you know, beautiful. And I told myself that I wanted to look like that. And I may use that picture um, of when I started to look like that in the thumbnail of this podcast, even though I don't know if I'm going to do that yet. But um, um, I got to that, started getting to that point and I started feeling, not that I didn't really feel good about myself before that, but when I started striving for the aesthetics I started to feel really, really good about being in public, you know, and I'm not saying I never was excited or never was reluctant to go out in public before, but when you look like a God and when you strive for the aesthetics and your body is just chiseled, obviously you're going to have zero problems or zero reluctancies with going out in public, wherever that may be, restaurants, you know, Target and stuff like that. Now you're all, a lot of you guys are probably saying, wow, that's your ego talking. That's just your ego wanting to be fed. And you're not wrong at all. I, that whole thing probably was based off of my ego. However, looking back on that, what did my ego help me fulfill? It helped me fulfill a dream. It propelled me to that point to where I looked like a Greek God. And, and I felt really good about myself. Obviously, you know, I told you guys that I had health issues because I had my, my body fat was so low and I had no understanding of carbohydrates at all. Right. So, so besides that, but 
overall, I felt really, really good physically. Um, and I really liked the way I look. It was very nice waking up in the morning and seeing how lean you were. And I was also tanning at the time, which I'm thinking about getting back into. Uh, and I was also very tan at the time. My hair was very blonde. My eyes were very blue. My jaw was just chilled. And I felt very good about waking up in the morning and looking myself in the mirror. And, um, that was because of my ego. My ego told me that you want to get to that point to where you look like this, right? You look like your heroes. And somewhere along the way, I don't remember what actually happened or what conversation I had with somebody. But it had a profound impact on the way that I viewed aesthetic bodybuilding. I don't know if it was me. my like I don't remember where this came from. But basically, I asked myself the question of why am I lifting? Why am I lifting so hard? Why am I spending two to three hours a day in the gym? Um, why aren't I you know going out with friends to dinner to eat? Um, why am I so obsessed with this journey? Why am I so obsessed with this goal? Why, 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 why? And I started questioning it so heavily and somehow I deduced it down to this weird, um, like primitive subhuman feeding of the ego. Like it wasn't worth obtaining anymore. Like my goal of looking like a Greek God was no longer worth obtaining because I deduced it down to me only trying to satisfy my ego. I wasn't outside of that. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't anxious. I wasn't, you know, feeling unfulfilled with the gym. I remember being a little sad because all my buddies left for deployment and I was still in the local area. So all my friends left. So I was a little bit sad in that sense because I, all my friends were freaking in Iraq. But other than that, I, I somehow deduced this divine goal of remember you remember remember how I did that episode on striving for beauty and how beauty is striving for beauty is actually a form of rebellion now. So I went from this awesome goal of just taking complete and total care of my body and pushing it as far as I can possibly push in every single aspect. You know, on the bench press and the squat rack, you know, doing bicep curls, sprints, um, long distance run. I was at my absolute peak when it came to aesthetics, but somehow. From some kind of conversation, I reduced that down to this is not worth obtaining anymore because it is only to feed my ego. And I can't help but feel like that came from either somebody or something that no longer wanted me to strive for that beauty, whether it was because they or it or this idea or something was jealous of me making myself better physically because remember what i told you guys the modern world and 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 hang with me here i know i'm just talking about you know just myself and like this this lifting thing but I, this is going to make sense but remember how i told you guys that the modern world does not want to see you strive for beauty whether it's on a very small level or a very big level they they don't want you to do it because the more that you strive for beauty, the more that you strive for aesthetics, the better person you become. It puts a mirror in front of them and they see their deficiencies and they don't like it. You know, this may be a conscious or a subconscious effort. And this doesn't have to do with just aesthetics. This could be striving for any any skill or self-development or, um, you know, anything like that. Um, so somewhere along the way, I'm not going to lie, I got actually kind of brainwashed and 
my enthusiasm for, for weightlifting and for aesthetics and for bodybuilding dissipated. And I went down this really weird path where I was like, bodybuilding is not important anymore. Like striving for aesthetics, man, that's not cool. And obviously like (laughs) I never said that out loud, but I just, I just wasn't there anymore. It was just gone. And you can obviously argue, oh, you just lost your passion for it. It's no big deal. But it's like, I remember my thought process and I remember being like, I don't need to feed my ego like this anymore. You know, I'm more than just, I'm just, I'm more than just a bodybuilder. And, but I knew that. I knew that I was more than just a bodybuilder. I, I knew that I was more than just someone who lifted. So, so why drop that? It's because I was told that ego was the enemy. I was told that ego was keeping me from doing other things that I wanted to do. That because I was using my ego as a fantastic force, uh, fuel source, just amazingly powerful because I was using that as my fuel source instead of something like, I mean, what else drives man, but, but his ego and his want for something more, a sense of power, because ultimately me lifting gave me power. It fed my ego. My ego felt good. Now I could see how ego can be the enemy in that sense. If I kept pushing and I kept pushing and I kept pushing like your average bodybuilder, their their ego gets so strong and their ego gets so insane and they have to be so much bigger than everyone else. And just, you know, that they get to the point where their ego actually does become the enemy because they start injecting steroids, massive amounts of steroids. And they get to this very unhealthy point in their life and they get roid rage and all this stuff like that. And maybe that does derive from the ego and the ego's need to just be better than everyone else and just to feel so accomplished. But that's not what happened to me. I purposefully dropped the power that the ego gave me. And like I said, I went through like this hippy dippy stage where I traveled the world, which don't get me wrong, was a very nice experience. Um, But I kind of went through like this hippy stage after I got out of the army and it really did not give me anything of substance. What did it give me? It gave me a few loser friends in, you know, various countries who I thought were cool, but looking back on now, they're just dirty hippies. You know, what did, what else did it give me besides me losing my, you know, my poetic strive for the aesthetic and replaced it with what, what did it replace it with at the time? 2016, 17. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like my old, my purpose in life, and I'm not saying that this should be your only purpose in life, but my ego told me that my only purpose in life was to get as strong and as lean and as fit and to push my body as far as it possibly can. I woke up every single morning. My ego told me exactly what I had to do and I did it. And I went to bed every night knowing that I accomplished a goal. And that's what your ego does. It pushes you towards goals. So why is something that pushes you towards goals the enemy? It's only the enemy. The ego is only the enemy when it pushes you so far that it pushes you off the cliff, right? But modern society does not tell you that. Modern society never told me anything. I don't expect them to. I don't expect to be lectured about it. However, there is this weird aura or aroma that we should not interact with our ego and use it as a fuel source. A lot of Eastern religions tell you to ignore the ego. They tell you that you don't need the ego, not to listen to the ego. And what does that get them? That gets them freaking what? 
I mean, no, no offense to like any Buddhas out there. They're great, innocent, peaceful, passive people that like to sit on stones all day and meditate. And that was obviously dramatic, but you look at that, right? You look at somebody who has deleted their ego, which is possible. You can actually do it. Just you can be a conscious human and have zero ego, right? I believe you can, but what does that get you? Except you don't care about how you dress anymore. We all agree that aesthetics, that the way you dress is important, right? The power of appearance. What else does not having an ego get you besides you just float around the world like this weird, meaningless, purposefulless, purposeless membrane. And I know I'm being facetious here. I know I'm being dramatic, but I see ego as this glorious power source that gives purpose and drive to amazing people. Jocko Willink is a Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL. He's a warrior, right? He is a black belt in jiu-jitsu, like I've talked about in my previous episodes. But even he agrees that you do need a little bit of ego. You can't completely delete your ego because if you delete your ego, if you remove your ego, if you see it in this negative aspect, this shadowy form, like then it's like it deletes your drive. It, it removes your drive. So Jocko Willink and myself and other people, we agree that you do need your ego. However, what you need when it comes down to the question, is ego actually the enemy? It can be. It can be the enemy. Absolutely. I gave you the example of somebody of the ego pushing somebody off the cliff, right? I give you the example of the bodybuilder. What man needs is not to remove his ego. The ego is not the enemy, but what you need is a well-integrated, well-harnessed ego. You need to give your ego a goal, an honorable goal, whatever that goal may be. And I, I'm kind of in the middle. Ego is not the enemy. I've come to that conclusion. I, sure, I could say all day, oh, it can be, I can be, and I could get in the semantics of, oh, blah, 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 can't be the ego, but ego is not the enemy. When I looked at my career path, when it came to going back into the army and becoming a drill sergeant, I look back on that, that was pure ego. That was pure, unadulterated ego. I wanted to see if I could go back into the army, enter into one of the hardest aspects, the most tedious difficult parts of the army, one of them, which is becoming a drill sergeant. And I, Forrest Munden and his ego wanted to see if he could do that. I wanted to see if I could do that. Pure ego. Do you think I, do you, do you think I wanted to go back into the army because the, the reserves of the army pay was just so fantastic, was just so good? No. I wanted to go back into the army because I wanted to see if I could accomplish it. I wanted to see if I could do that. I wanted that hat and that badge. My ego wanted the aesthetics of knowing not only that I can train absolutely phenomenal warriors, but my ego wanted to see what I looked like and felt like in the hat and badge. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, my ego in this case could have been the enemy if I only want to become a drill sergeant because I really wanted to wear a hat and I really wanted to wear a badge and I just wanted to screw up privates. I get so many of those other drill sergeants who are just like, oh, I just became a drill sergeant because I wanted to make privates push all day and I wanted to wear a hat. Well, that's when the ego becomes the enemy and then you're not doing your job. You're becoming ineffective at that point. I think man needs a well-integrated ego. So 
now that I understand that ego is this fuel source that pushes you towards glory and honor and purpose and goal accomplishment, I've come full circle. Ego is not the enemy. Ego is not the enemy. A lot of you young men out there who have been, excuse me, brainwashed and thinking that if you're accomplishing goals and you're doing stuff and blah, 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 and it's just your ego. Whenever someone tells you, it's just your ego talking, that should be a red flag to you. That should be an absolute red flag to you because a lot of cowards out there, a lot of weaklings out there don't like to examine their ego because their ego will in turn tell them or show them that they are a coward, that they are weak, that they will never become anything because there is this shadowy, oily form of the ego, this kind of demon, right? Who will suck you into the negative and make you hesitate and you're unable to make decisions. You're reluctant to do anything. You know what I mean? There is this evil part of the ego that just wants there to live in this apathetic, decadent lifestyle all day where it just sits there on the couch and says that I don't have to do anything for anybody because, you know, because screw them all and I'll just sit here and I'll be on my 600 pound life and blah, blah, blah. You see those people who have that kind of foolish form of ego on my 60, my 600 pound life where they just think that the world revolves around them. It's this very adolescent, childish, um, unintegrated form of the ego. And it's really creepy to see these weaklings, these cowards, these pathetic beings who just sit on the couch all day and they eat food and they don't do anything and they have to be picked up like a beach whale on this tarp, but yet they think that they're so great, right? There's like this weird demonic form to the ego, is there not? I don't know. I thought about that for a long time. So now as a 26-year-old man who's kind of changed my ideas over the last few years on the ego, there's nothing wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with acknowledging your ego as a power source and using it to your advantage. Nothing wrong with that. And you could keep in mind the examples that I've given you before, how it could push you so far, but but I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to pretend that the things that I've done recently or in the past or even this podcast or my writings or whatever hasn't come from my ego, my ambition. Do you think that Alexander the Great would have been as great as he was if it wasn't for his ego? Probably not. Probably not. Do you think Julius Caesar would have been as great if it wasn't for his ego? Probably not. Everybody, every great man that's ever existed has had their ego play a massive part in their accomplishments. Can we stop pretending for two seconds that the ego is always the enemy? It's not. Now, going back to aesthetics, something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, right? And with the ego, I am going to make it a goal for the rest of the year. Because I've already accomplished one of my goals, which is going to the Drill Sergeant Academy and graduating, getting on the trail. That's, that's, that's fine. I'm going to make it a goal to myself to get to that point so that I look like a Greek god again because I know that my ego will like it. I know that my ego wants the respect that comes from looking good, feeling good. You know, that longevity, that youth, that glow. 
I want to look like that again. I want to feel like that again. And that comes from my ego. Do you think that I want to get to that point to where I look like a statue again because, because I really like eating super lean all year and that's just that? No, I do it because I want to look good. I want to feel good. Nothing's wrong with that, gentlemen. Absolutely nothing's wrong with that. I suggest that all of you strive for that feeling. Feed your ego a little bit. Experiment, experiment with it a little bit. Both sides of it. The solar light side and the shadowy, oily side of the ego. I'm sure I can get presented with a lot of arguments as to why the ego is always the enemy, but I don't see it that way anymore. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. Mm -mm. And then a lot of people tell you that uh, a lot of these non-egoists, right? These people who are just, you know, they, they hear everyone's side, you know, they're just, they, they can hear all sides of the argument. Hey, they always say stuff like that on Instagram. Oh, we could still be friends and have a disagreement. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Fine. You know, I don't need my ego. Doesn't have to be in anything. How boring. How boring. God, I'm snoring. Just listen to that. Anyways. Um, yeah, that was just some thoughts that, that they came across in my head. Um, Ryan Holiday, still a great book. Still a great book. I could definitely see your points. I could definitely see your see your points. And I really like how you how you refer to Marcus Aurelius's philosophy on ego. I think he's right. I think you're right. However, I think there's a side of ego that needs to be acknowledged. Um other than that, that sums up this episode for today. How long are we doing? It's 25, it's 25 minutes. That's not bad. I feel very comfortable with 25 minutes. Um, there's another episode. God, I, I was literally just about to record it later today, but I can't remember the name of it. What was it going to be? I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed um, the Embracing Lethality episode. I know that I got a lot of people messaging me saying that they really enjoyed that episode. And uh, that was a fun one to do. That was definitely a fun one to do. But anyways, all right. Uh, don't forget to check out my Patreon. Um, just Google search Forest Munden and Patreon Backbuilders. And then also, if you're coming here from Spotify, I have an Instagram, Munden, M-U-N-D-E-N underscore Forest F-O-R-R-E-S-T. Go ahead and give it a follow. Shoot me a message. For those of you guys who are chilling in the inbox right now, which there's like 80 of you, I'll get back to you guys later today. All right. You guys have a fantastic day. Remember, ego is not all.